0: Right here, Lord. We worship you right here, Lord. Hallelujah. We worship you right here, Lord. You're so worthy of our worship. You're so worthy of the honor, Lord. You are so worthy of our recognition, Lord. You're so worthy of the glory, Lord. Help God get His glory right here. Hallelujah. I said, Help God get His glory. Hallelujah. 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 That's what I've come to do, Lord, to give you the glory. That's what i come to do is to worship. Hallelujah and honor your name because you're so worthy. Hallelujah. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We worship you right now. We worship you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Well, saints of God, I'm grateful to God to be here one more time. God has been good to us. We're we're glad and we're thankful. Amen. I see Sister Cynthia out there. Amen. And that's just, hallelujah. That's just a miracle. That's just a blessing. Hallelujah. Somebody point at your neighbor and say, God did it. God. God. We couldn't even see it. But God did it. We couldn't even imagine it. But God did it. We didn't see how it was going to happen, but even when we couldn't see it, even when we couldn't imagine it, God did it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's what I think God does sometimes. God waits for that impossible situation. He waits until it's beyond our imagination. He waits till it's beyond what we can see or what we can sense. And then that's when he moves. Dad would say man's extremity is God's opportunity, but I think that's what God does. He waits until we can't see how it will be done ourselves. And that's when God moves and makes a miracle in our lives. Come on, give God some praise for his miracle. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, saints of God, we are grateful for those of you who've been with us. Some have been with us for about 24 hours. Hallelujah. Let me, what my 24 hour people wave at me. Hallelujah. Those who've been with us, amen, since our shut in started on yesterday, we praise God for you and we praise God for each of you who participated. Amen. We certainly had a high time in the Lord. Amen. God met us here and we are thankful and we're grateful for that which God has done. And hallelujah. I think God healed somebody yesterday. We got some healings through our shut in. Somebody came out delivered, and somebody came out set free from our shut-in. That's what God desires. That's what God wants from us. Hallelujah. God said, I haven't changed. You change. He said, I'm still a God of miracles, healing signs, and wonders. Hallelujah. And God showed up in this place on yesterday and through the last uh, 24 hours and we're grateful and we're thankful to God moving by his spirit and by his power and somebody who was in the study and if you got something from it point at somebody and say I got something. I got something. I praise God that I. Hallelujah. I got something. Hallelujah. And sometimes. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm waiting on you to get on this level. Sometimes I get something because you got something. Uh, to get it for myself but when but when i see you get it. The bible said rejoice with those who do rejoice and, and weep with those who do weep. When i see you come out, that makes me feel like i can come out of whatever i'm going through. If you can get out, then i can come out too. Hallelujah. 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 That's just how we are. That's how we work. Because when we see somebody else running, a lot of times we'll see we'll start running. When I see somebody else dancing, hallelujah! When I see somebody else shouting, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Lord, child, I get a little light in my feet because the same God that did it for you he'll do the same thing for me if he did it for you he'll do it for me somebody give God some praise hallelujah 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 i got we're not gonna take up all your time this morning but some of us shut in folks I've been dealing with this for 24 hours. And if you give them 30 seconds, Brother Levi, I think somebody out there wants to get out of praise. Hallelujah. 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 God's God's praise. Hallelujah. Go ahead, sister. You're laughing. Right sister. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Lord you're worthy. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, we 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 just marinated in the spirit this last day. Hallelujah Lord you're worthy. Hallelujah. Lord saturate this place with your spirit right now, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Fall on us afresh right now, Lord. Fall on us afresh right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way in this place right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and worship the Lord with us. Have your way right here, Lord. Right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is your time, Lord. This is your day. It's not about us, Lord, but it's all about you. Hallelujah, Lord. We give you your glory. Hallelujah. We give you your glory, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you your glory right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody just bask in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. We give you your glory right now, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Lord, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for your presence, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your presence, Lord. I said we thank you for your presence right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Have your way in this place, Lord. Have your way in our hearts, Lord. Have your way in me right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We give it over to you. Lord, we give you our all. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you our all. Hallelujah. Right now, Lord, we give you our all. Hallelujah. We give you our all. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you our all. All the glory, all the praise, and all the honor we give it to you. And Lord, we worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise team, sing that for us right there. Hallelujah, we give you all the glory and the honor, Lord. We, we give you all. to be praised. Come on, Lord. give you our living bodies as a a, a bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto you which is our reasonable service because you're so worthy hallelujah if you know he's worthy as you take your seat put those hands together and give God some praise hallelujah 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 somebody point at your neighbor and say I know he's worthy I know I have personal experience. My personal experience is that I know that my God, he is worthy. Beyond that which I can praise him. Beyond that which I can even speak of his name. Beyond even that which I can ever repay him. God is so worthy. Hallelujah. We're going to the book of Exodus. We're going to be looking at chapter 2. And we'll be reading the first 10 verses of Exodus chapter 2. Again, that's Exodus chapter 2. And we'll be considering the first 10 verses of that chapter. I'm reading from the English Standard Version, so my version may vary a bit from yours. But Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 through 10. And the word of the Lord says, Now a man from the house of Levi went and took as his wife a Levite woman, who was Jochebed. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took for him a basket made of bulrushes and daubed it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds by the riverbank. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her young women walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her servant woman and she took it. When she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. She took pity on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the young girl went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. When the child grew older, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of the water. Heavenly Father, Lord, Let our spirits, our hearts, our minds be open, Lord, as we are receptive to your word that you give us on today. Lord, allow this word to push us towards your promises. Lord, let it make plain the path of destiny for us. Lord, may it be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. But most of all, from this destiny moment, Lord, do not allow us to leave here unchanged. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Somebody repeat my subject for the morning, take me to the water. Take me to the water. When God first implanted this word in me, in this particular passage of scripture, when he gave it to me, I noticed something that was key to Moses' destiny. So the question that I have for you that accompanies the text, and I often like to challenge you with a question so that you begin to consider it as we go through it, is are you missing destiny's signal to you? Are you missing destiny signaling to you? What I'm saying to you is destiny is signaling. It's sending a signal to you. The question is, are we missing it? Sometimes God implants destiny. He implants his destiny seeds very early in our lives, very early along the way. Often we missed it, and even maybe your parents missed it. But God had already planted destiny seeds inside you, and often we missed the signs. Many times it's much later in life that as we will look back or we look in retrospect, We began to see that God was signaling us at an early age what he had for us, what he desired for us to do, what his plans were for us. Oh, many of those, it's easier when sometimes it's a a special gift. For those who are musically inclined, sometimes they pick up the instrument very early, so it's easy to see how destiny is signaling them. For some of you, other things are implanted with you. It's something. Uh, sometimes it's just a small sign that God is trying to show you that this is the path that I have designed for you. And sometimes along the way, we miss the signal of destiny. We miss what God is trying to say to us relative to his purpose, the purpose that he has already planted in your life. So when I say this, I want you to understand, God is not in the middle of planting purpose in you, God has already planted purpose. He told the prophet, he said, before you were formed in the belly, I I, I knew thee. I had already planted purpose in you. I already knew what you were going to be. It was already there. It was just a matter of it coming forth and manifesting that which I already put in you. God does not have to plant seeds of destiny now. He's not in the business of continuing to plant seeds. The seeds of destiny have already been planted. They're already inside of you. And along the way, sometimes God sends us us signals so that we begin to understand what he's trying to do in our life, the way that he's trying to turn us, the way that he's trying to move us, the way that he's attempting to shape us. He's trying to show us something. And sometimes you need to be careful. Sometimes you have prophets in your life that don't call themselves prophets. You have apostles in your life that don't have a title. I wish I had some help in a witness in here. What I'm saying is that there are people who may speak in your life and get this, they might not even be saved. They might not be a Christian. But what happens is sometimes they see more clearly in you that which you do not even see in yourself. And they're speaking prophetically into your life and all they have become is a signal of destiny. Trying to guide you along the path that God has already created for you. Trying to cause you to be more malleable and more receptive as to how God is trying to mold you. So here we find in this particular text, we see Jochebed and her, her daughter Miriam and, and the son, her son Moses has been born. And as Moses is born, he comes under an edict from the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh was upset and frustrated by the fact that the, the children, the young men uh, of the Israelites were beginning to, uh, and they were on the precipice of outnumbering the men of Egypt. They didn't want there to be more Hebrews than there were Egyptians because for fear that they would form an army and take over Egypt. So they said, we need to engage in a little bit of thinning the population. There's too many men there. So if we thin the population, then we can stay in control of the Hebrews. But if we allow their male population to get out of control, then they might take over. So what Pharaoh said is that what I'll do, he said that I'll I'll create an edict. And on this edict, I'm saying that all of the male children that are born, they must be killed. We'll keep the female children, but all the male children that are under a certain age that are are born of the Hebrew women, they, they must be killed. And the reason he's doing that is to control the population. So Moses is born under an edict of population control. So at the time that Moses is born, he already has a threat on his life that he must immediately die. Even before as he comes forth, in fact, they told the midwives, they told the midwives, the Egyptian midwives, that if you bring forth a, a Hebrew child, go ahead and smother and kill that male child. Even as it comes forth out, out of the womb, what I'm telling you is Moses was under a threat of death even before he was born. And he did, somebody had already declared that you're going to die even when you come forth. And let me give you this, before you break the water, there was already a threat of death over his life. And you know you come forth from the womb, but before you come forth, the water has to break I'm working on something here. Stay with me. But he had a threat of death before he even broke the water of the womb. But then when he comes forth from the water of the womb, and his mother has already decided that she's going to hide him. So for three months, she had to hide him. And you know how babies cry. It must have been incredibly difficult for her to keep him pacified and satisfied so that he did not cry and reveal himself. She hid him for three months, but then it got to a place where he was so strong and he was probably so loud and so boisterous that she said, Jochebed said, I can't hide him anymore. I'm going to have to try another strategy. So I told you he had already broken the water of the womb. So Jochebed said, well, I'm going to take him and I'm going to build a basket and I'm going to seal it and I'm going to put pitch on and I'm going to cause it to be waterproof so that it'll be allowed to float. And I'm going to lay it upon the Nile. I'm taking him and trusting him by putting him in the water. So she takes Moses to the water. She lays him upon the water in the basket, and as he floats down, his his sister Miriam is watching the the the, the trail as it fall, as it flows down the Nile River, and 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 it's subject to the flow of the river. How how fast he was going was was subject to the water. How, how how quickly he made it down the bank was subject to the stream and the flow of the water. But as she watched it, and it went down, it went down to the place where Mo where Pharaoh's sister was bathing. But I want you to understand that while he was in the water, Moses was still in danger. His life was threatened before he broke the water of the womb. And as he lay upon the Nile River, which is full of animals and crocodiles and so many things could have consumed and endangered his life, but he's used to being in danger even as he breaks the water. He's on the water, and it goes down to, to Pharaoh's sister, and, and she takes him forth, and, and she says, this child, he still needs to be nursed. And look at this. This is how God works. He says, this child needs to be nursed. Miriam is right there, he said, and Miriam says, do you want me to find a Hebrew woman who can nurse him?" She says, yes. Well, will you please do that for me? So Miriam goes and gets her mama because that's her brother. And she brings Yoke bed and says, she will nurse him. And as she's talking to the boy's mother, she said, I'm going to pay you to nurse him. I'm going to pay you to raise your own child. I'm going to pay you. I wish I had some folks in here. I'm going to pay you to nourish your own child. I'm talking about that's how the miracles of God works. When you talk about something being a God, has, has anybody gotten involved in a God thing? I'm talking to some folks who've experienced a God thing—a thing where it doesn't—it almost doesn't even make sense that it worked out that way. How in the world did it? Did I go from worrying about my son being killed to now I'm being paid to raise my own child? I'm telling you, that's how God works. God can—God can flip that thing. Somebody say God flip it. God can oh up, God can can flip that thing around. On one side, she's worrying that, that her son is about to die, and God flips it, and not only is he gonna live, but he's gonna live in Pharaoh's house, and even right now, she's being paid to nurse her own child. Uh, somebody say God flipped that thing. Yeah. That's how God can flip in and, 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 here. Uh, and the songwriter put it like this He said, Sooner or later, it'll turn. Uh, some of you, right now, you, you're in the middle. Of a turn, you're confused and, and you're dizzy. But the reason you're dizzy is because you're in the middle of a turn, and the reason you're disoriented is because at one point you were on one side, and now God is turning it to another side. And and you know, some of you, if you if you turn around too fast, you know what happened. You you get a little lightheaded. But but I came to tell somebody the condition that you're dealing with right now is not working against you, but it's God turning that thing to your favor. David, don't worry about how disoriented you feel. Up might seem like down and down might seem like up, but all that's happening is God is turning that thing to your favorites. Point at somebody and say sooner or Later. Sooner or later. The reason he can say that with confidence sooner or later, it may not happen now, but it may, it's going to happen later. It, it may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. And, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord to them who called according to his purpose. It's going to happen. I, I don't know when it's going to happen, but my turn is coming point at your neighbor and say, your turn is coming. So, so God flipped it. He, he turned that thing. He, he he turned it on its head. So she went from worrying about her son being killed to, to being in a position where not only was he going to be raised in the house of Pharaoh, notice this, not only is, is he going to be raised in the house of Pharaoh, he did not die. I'm being paid to nurse him and he's going to live in the house of the person who threatened his life. Pharaoh's the one that said the baby has to die, but now God has turned that thing. So the very man that he said had to die is the one that's going to be living in his house. Oh, he was supposed to die, but instead he's living in Pharaoh's house. Uh, he was supposed to die, but no, he's wearing Pharaoh's clothes. <laughs> oh, he was supposed to die, but no, he he's sitting at the table eating Pharaoh's food. <laughs> Y'all are gonna get it in a minute. He he's supposed to die, but he's going to his education is paid for by Pharaoh. Y'all not gonna talk to him. He's supposed to die, but Pharaoh is paying for his education, and he's being educated in the school that Pharaoh created. I'm telling you, God can turn that thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody look at somebody and say, I'm waiting for my turn. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my turn. I, I'm waiting for my turn. I, I'm waiting for my turn. I, My turn, And and the problem is some of you are so jealous because somebody looks like they're ahead of you, but what God has for you is not even in that direction. I wish you would talk to me. It looks like they're in front of you, but they're actually not in front of you because what God has for you is over here. So when I say I'm waiting for my turn, I'm not waiting for them. I'm waiting on God to turn me. In the direction of my blessing, I'm waiting on God to turn me up in the direction of my miracle. I'm waiting on God to flip that thing around and turn it on its head. I'm waiting for my turn. Hallelujah. Somebody's pointing at your neighbor and say, my turn is coming. My my turn is coming. Don't laugh at me where I am right now because, see, it doesn't make sense that I'm right here, but God knows how I need to be in position when I turn. Let me give it to you again. It it doesn't make sense what I'm looking like right now, but God put me in a position so that when I turn, I'm going to be in the right position. It doesn't look right right now, but it's going to look right When he, when he, when he turns, uh, when they, when they put the projectors up here in in, in the church, the, when they created, they were looking to make sure that the picture was right, but the picture looked upside down and I was looking at it and the man told me, he said, don't worry about it. He said, I'm not putting it right side up. He said, I'm putting it upside down. He said, in other words, the picture's going to look right when I turn it (laughs) <laughs> oh somebody got it the reason your picture don't look right the reason you can't see what God has already done somebody says he's already done it. the reason you can't understand the picture that you're looking at right now is God said I'm not going to put it right side up but he said I'm going to flip it upside down and he said once you turn You're going to be able to see what I see. He said, once you turn, you're going to rejoice with them that do rejoice. Once you turn, you're going to look happy on your situation. It looks upside down right now. But Lord, thank you for my turn. Because my turn. Somebody say my turn. My turn is coming So Moses, I'm about finishing, Moses gets down in the water. His mother puts him in the basket in the water. The water floats down the river. He's broken the water under the edict of death. He's also broken the water to, to escape those who would try and kill him and then he gets to the house of Pharaoh and then after he gets to the house of Pharaoh, Pharaoh educates him. Pharaoh, he grows up in the house of Pharaoh. But before you know it, there's conflict in his head. The conflict in his head is that I have an Egyptian education, but I have a heart for the Hebrew people. I've lived in the house of Pharaoh, but I sympathize with the Hebrew people. He sympathized with them so much that he saw the Egyptian rising up against one of the Hebrew slaves and he rose up and killed the man. Because even though he was Egyptian, he had a heart for the Hebrews. See, the problem that was going on in Moses' mind is his picture was flipped upside down. I, I, I know what I see, but I don't understand how I feel. Now, oh, that's how you miss it. You, that's how you miss destiny signal. I, I, know, how I, 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 I know what I see, but I, I don't understand how I feel and what I'm feeling in my heart does not match up with what, I, I wish you would talk to me right here, does not match Check with what, what 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 I see, what God has told me in my heart is not matching up with what I see. God said I am the head and, and not and come on talk to me. And not the tail, but 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 when I look at the picture, it looks like I, I, I'm the tail, but because my, my turn has not come yet. When, when, when I look at the picture, God, God said I'm above and, and not beneath, but, but when I'm looking at the picture, it looks like I'm on the bottom and I don't want to understand How God's word can say I'm above, but in my picture it looks like I'm beneath. But I came to tell somebody, Your turn, Your turn is coming. And point at your neighbor and say, Your turn is coming. I don't understand what I see right now, but my turn is coming. I I don't want, I'm wondering where my miracle is coming from, but my turn is coming. The the doc God said I'm healed by the wounds in his side, but I'm sitting here in the doctor's office and I don't understand why what I'm looking at doesn't match up with what God told me. But I came to tell somebody, your turn is coming the Lord said, I shall be financially stable I'm going to be independent I, I'm walking into a new house But I'm looking at my financial I'm looking at my financial situation And it looks like I'm upside down And the Lord is saying They told you you're upside down But I came to tell you your time. Somebody save my time Somebody save my time never look right now, but my turn. My turn, my, my turn, my. My turn. My turn is coming. I'm going to give you this and I got to go. But but what Moses recognized, if you're getting the message, message, Moses experienced a turn because he was supposed to be dead before he was even born. But he still broke the water. They kept, were coming for the house and they were coming house to house and they were trying to kill all the babies. But before they could reach Moses, Moses' mother put him in the water and he broke the water because his turn came. So you shouldn't be surprised that when God sent him to Pharaoh and told him to let my people go, Moses went down to the Nile and said, this water is going to run in blood because my turn comes when I go to the water. And somebody said, well, I've already into the water and I've already been baptized. I've already been converted and I feel somebody say I feel I feel alright because when I get to the water My turn is coming out. So Moses goes down to the Red Sea. Everybody else is scared. But Moses is not afraid of the Red Sea. Because Moses says, every time I get to the water, my turn comes out. So God said, what's in your hand, Moses? God said, Moses said, I got this rod. Moses was not afraid. He pointed at the rod, the water with the rod. And he said, I know something's about to happen. Because every time I see water... My turn comes. So they make it over the Red Sea. But it's time, somebody say it's time to go into the promised land. Israelites picked up on Moses. They said every time Moses broke the water, their turn came. So somebody said, take the priest. Tell him to put his rod in the water. And when he put his rod in the water, the the Jordan waters receded from the banks because Every time it got to the water, a turn was coming, and I came to tell somebody, Some of you came. To the shuttle, and God said, What I did in the shuttle, He said, as I sent my ladder rain, I sent my water, and I came to tell you, You got wet in the shuttle because I sent my rain, your situation got wet in the shuttle because I sent my water, and I came to tell you, Once you hit the water, your turn. Somebody say, My turn. Somebody say, My turn. Turn is coming now. Everyone standing on your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Give God some praise for his work. The story of Moses is replete with examples of how God turned things around as soon as he got to the water. So that's why our subject was take me to the water. Take me. Hallelujah. Somebody lift those hands and say, Lord, take me to the water. Moses was not afraid. He wasn't worried because every time he went to the water, his situation turned around. Came to tell somebody right now, you're in the midst of a turn. God's turning that thing around for you, God's turning it around in your life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And I, and I need to give you something because I, I want you to understand that, 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 that the environment doesn't always have to turn. You're waiting, oh, shy, on, on the environment to turn. But God said, I'm gonna turn you. Oh. <laughs> God said, I- I'm going to change you. I'm going to turn you in. And in fact, what I'm going to do, in fact, you know, they-, they have those puzzles out there. You look at these puzzles, and first it just looks like a bunch of dots. Then a lot of times what it will tell you, it says concentrate on the center. If you focus on the middle, then sometimes the picture appears. And then other times, they trick you all together. It looks like one thing right here, but others say, why don't you just turn it upside down? And when you turn it upside down, you're like, oh! That's what it was all along. I didn't understand. What God is saying is, baby, He said, I'm about to turn you around in your situation. And when I turn you, you're going to see it. Oh, come on, help me preach it. Point at your neighbor and say, you don't see it right now. But your turn is coming. I don't understand it right now, but my my turn is coming. What I'm looking at is confusing to me. I don't understand why God would put me in this situation. But God said, your turn, your turn, your turn, your turn. Your turn is coming. Heavenly Father, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word of encouragement that encourages us right where we are. And Lord, as you are turning us around, Lord, as you're turning our perspective around, Lord, as you're turning our mind around, Lord, let us not miss the signal of destiny as it is trying to sway us down. As it's trying to show us the path, as it's trying to show us the way. Lord, don't allow us to abandon the path and miss our turn. Don't allow us to be confused by what we see. For faith comes not by seeing, but faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Let us be compliant with your Word and follow your path until we experience our turn. And Lord, we're going to praise you. Lord, we're going to give you the glory. Lord, we're going to give you the honor. We're going to believe by faith Lord, that our turn our turn is coming. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, everybody in this place. I just want you to turn for a minute. Hallelujah. Just take a turn where you are. For those of you who've been watching online, go ahead and take your turn right now. And watch God turn that situation around for you. God bless you, until we shall see you again. I hope and pray that each of you are touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two-line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.